Welcome to Stutcast on this Thursday, the 18th of November, 2021. It is uh, 7.57. It's just getting light. You can probably hear all the sparrows or wherever they are in the bush. They're, uh, I think they're excited by the fact that it's very windy. I've got my muffler on my mic. Hopefully that's doing its job. You're not getting a whole load of turbulence. But things have changed weather-wise. It is, uh, well, 60 degrees, which is 15 Celsius. And it's not cold, but the sky is ominous. There are grey, fast-moving clouds. It's pretty dense. There's almost no blue in the sky. And uh, rain is forecast until Sunday, which is unusual for us, isn't it, Runes? Rooney seems completely oblivious to the weather and just happy to be out. And we're out early well i mean i often go out this early but this is going to become a regular time for us because we've had a complaint against the rooney <laughs> because what i have been doing which is not I, th- I think i agree with the lady who complained it's not on what i have been doing is in the mornings if i'm not quite ready to take rooney out for his full walk I just opened the door and let him uh, go out into the street and I thought that usually where he goes is to the foot of the uh, big palm tree beside our house and he does his business and then, you know, if there's anything without putting too, too fine a point on it, but if there's anything solid then I have to go and retrieve them and dispose of them and anything not solid, well you just don't see it. But. Uh, yes, no, the day before yesterday, as I was getting out of my car, Rooney, come on, uh, a German lady who I've seen many times with her dog, she has a grey poodle, which matches her hair. She has short grey hair, and her poodle has short grey hair too. They do say that people start to resemble their dogs. <laughs> So what does that say about you and I, Rooney? You're a kind of thick-set, stocky, black, kind of cross. <laughs> mm. Yeah, maybe that's me. <laughs> I was asked yesterday by one lady who I've seen a few times, and I was walking along, I was walking Rooney really, last night actually, towards dusk, and I just had my shorts on and my t-shirt and sort of dressed for, I just finished a workout actually. And uh, she said to me, what color are you? <laughs> Extraordinary question. <laughs> and I looked at my legs and arms. I thought, yeah, I am actually almost black looking at the moment. Which <laughs> made me laugh. They're very dark. But uh, yeah, so this German lady came up to me and she said, excuse me, she said, 
want to have a word with you. I want to have a word with you. I said, yeah. She said, it's about your dog. I said, oh yes. So he's very nice. But he comes down to my street and he pees all over my street, my street just outside my window. And now it smells like a pissoir, she said. <laughs> I said, oh dear, very sorry. So, you know, in that sort of very direct way they have. I said, well, we must talk about these things. I said, no, it's t t totally, you're totally right. I stop him from doing that. I must admit, I was just sort of letting him wander, but I'll stop that. So, that's it, Runes. Men were wandering around with the freedom of the village. Oh, Runes, car coming. Runes, this side, come on. Yeah, come on. Come on, out of the, out of the road, come on. He's so slow <laughs> to get out of the way with the cars. Oh, just getting up to the big crane. Anyway, so let's get going. No more intro necessary. Off we go. So, we're off. It's quite nice this time of the morning. There are a few birds. I don't know if I'm catching them on the mic. I was, uh, oh, there's one. I think that's a blackbird. You know who that is. Lenny, no need. No need to bark at us like, oh, yes. Oh, well, he sees the need. He sees the need, but Tony uh, and I don't. Yeah, so I was uh, Sunday morning. God, how pleasant was that? It was a beautiful morning. I was lying in bed, having been reading a chapter or two of my book, and I opened the window. And uh, it was early, so it was before the kind of uh, the Ronda Road traffic, weekend traffic, had built up. So uh, I could hear birds. There's different types of birds, you know, through the through the window. And I wondered what they were. And there's a little, a, a really pretty jolly little bird, olive green. I may have mentioned this before, but I didn't know what it was. But I've seen quite a few of them. And they're really jolly cheerful little guys. And they've got this very fast-paced song. It sounds like they're sort of trying to get too many points across in the same sentence. <laughs> so I got my uh, bird call identifier app out, which is pretty good actually. And uh, I recorded that sound and uh, you know it helps you identify the bird and it comes up with some suggestions and sure enough it came up with a picture of the bird which is exactly the same bird that I've been seeing and it's a Eurasian siskin beautiful a tiny thing and uh, they, they're migratory so they haven't been here all summer but they must have just arrived. 
and uh, one of them, it's really funny, one of them has decided to, you know, explore our bougainvillea. Uh, we've got two bougainvillea trees in, in our terrace, and I think he was just scouting it out, see if he might make a nest there or something. Good boy, Runes. And, uh, but what I had done earlier in the summer, for some unknown whimsical reason, was put a mirror, after I sort of pruned back the, uh, the bougainvillea, I'd put a mirror on the wall <laughs> that had been newly sort of revealed by the fact that I'd been pruning it, but previously it had been completely covered. And uh, anyway, the bougainvillea grew back, it covered the mirror and I forgot all about it. But then I heard this tap, 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 tap. <laughs> I was wondering, what is going on? And this little siskin <laughs> saw his own reflection in the mirror. He was kind of like fighting with it. <laughs> like, hey, I was here first. <laughs> I'm going to build my nest here. And talk about relentless. You know, that, that was quite a few days ago. And almost every day, I, I, mean, <laughs> I hear him attacking his own reflection in the mirror. <laughs> so sweet, jolly birds, but perhaps not the most intelligent. <laughs> and, um, and then I heard another very distinctive sort of metallic almost call which I semi-recognized I thought hmm that sounds familiar to me from my days in the UK I was thinking ah, let me think let me think it was on the tip of my tongue I thought well, I'll record it and uh so I've recorded it and, it, and it's like a sort of a, hard to describe, it's almost like a metallic scraping. And um, sure enough, the old app worked its magic again and it came up with a red-legged partridge. Thought, yes, partridge, pheasant family. Yes, it sounds like a pheasant, that's what it is. If you know what a pheasant sounds like. <laughs> yeah, they sound the same. So two out of two. Well done for the app. Very good. So in terms of wildlife, well, that's, that's what I can tell you. As this is supposed to be loosely identified as a nature and wildlife podcast. But uh, yeah, it's very, very enjoyable. Now, I'm just coming round the corner now usually at this time in the morning the sun is just rising and you get to see it well actually I do see a few golden rays just picking out the uh, villas on the mountainside opposite but I don't see oh, I sort of see a red glow almost like when the fires were burning in the mountains but I see a red glow reflecting on the clouds so there's a break or two in the clouds but not many oh yeah we're gonna get a storm this morning, actually, when I was lying in bed reading my book, just before I turned the light on, actually, so I obviously wasn't reading my book, that exact moment, um, I could see out over the sea flashes of lightning in the uh, clouds. 
So we haven't had a storm yet, but it's coming. It's definitely coming. Which is good because I want to test out whether the um, repairs to my terrace roof to waterproof it have been effective. If not, we will have to call the builder back and say it didn't work. Manuel, <laughs> he's called in the vein of faulty towers. But, uh, well, I'm hopeful. And the last couple of nights, Christina and I have been uh, eating out on the terrace, cloaked in our new um, uh, blinds, not blinds, but, you know, um, well, yeah, blinds, you, 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 you roll down to protect against the cold and the wind. And uh, not that it's been that cold, but it has been just a little touch chilly. And we've used the uh, a little sort of gas space heater on low. So, God, it's toasty in there when you, when you do that. We'll be able to eat out there all, all winter, I think. Lovely. But, uh, yeah, so it's been a while since I've podcasted. It's we podcasters, I should say, really, but he's lagging behind. Come on, slow coach. Ah, done something to my back. Oh. Right, um, yeah, it's been a long time since we podcasted, so apologies for that. Been doing a few chapters of Haymaking Days. I don't know if any of you are following that. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> but they're short little bursts of like 10 to 15 minute chapters. <laughs> quite enjoying doing it really and it was a long time since I wrote that book and uh, yeah the memories come flooding back but anyway so I think last time we spoke on a Stutz cast um, Christina had just gone to the UK and Rooney and I were gonna have to survive a week on our own well we survived didn't we Runes? we became very close buddies Everywhere I went, he went. Well, not quite everywhere, but almost everywhere. And uh, that is the case now. I mean, if I even go into the bathroom to clean my teeth, in he comes, sits down right, right at my feet. <laughs> if I, you know, whatever I do, he wants to be right next to me, which is quite sweet. But um, yeah, well, I think I was formulating a plan for the Sunday. And it, and, and it materialized as I had been formulating it. So I, I not quite, <clears throat> I was said I was gonna go for a hike up Monte Mayor with Rob. I did go up Monte Mayor, but not with Rob, with Carl. Because when I rang Rob's doorbell, he's got one of these uh, video doorbells that, um, you know, you can see who's ringing the bell. So I heard this voice come through the speaker on the doorbell and say, hi John, and hi Rob. I'm going to go up Monte Mayor. Do you want to come? <clears throat> and he said, yes, but I can't because I'm at the airport. I said, what? <laughs> Are you not in the house? No, I'm going to Holland. Oh, okay. He said, maybe next weekend. I said, all right. So I thought, okay, well, I'll ask Carl because I know Carl loves to go on a hike. So I asked Carl. He's my neighbor on the other side. <clears throat> Carl just thought, well, I asked him for a split second and then said, I'm going to make this work. 
which sounded a bit ominous. <laughs> sounded like he'd got other plans he had to cancel. But I didn't, I didn't uh, inquire. <laughs> he said, can you give me 10 minutes? Yes, of course. So anyway, so we, we did. We stormed up Montemayor from the bottom right to the top. You know, it's, uh, it's quite a climb and very sheer. Not sheer because you can walk it, you know, have to scramble up it. But, but you know, it's a test. <clears throat> and we did that. 40 minutes to get up. Good. Actually, 42 minutes because we stopped a little while to talk to some French people. <clears throat> but yeah, it was, it was great. Absolutely loved it. Got right to the top. Ah. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Hi. <laughs> Another beautiful sunrise. Yeah. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. Hello, hello. Yes, I think till Sunday, I think it's yeah. going to rain, isn't it? Yeah, and next week also a little bit. Oh, is it? Like we have in Germany, constantly two weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, we need a bit of rain. Yeah. We've had we've had plenty of sunshine. <laughs> oh, careful, careful. What's your doggy called? Mia. Mia, I forgot Mia. that, yes. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> I'm John, by the way. Christina. Yeah. Christi ah, that's easy to remember. My wife's called Christina. Yeah, oh, and my daughter's easy. my daughter's called Maya. No. <laughs> so we have Mia and Maya and Christina okay, and Christina. Right. <laughs> All right, Mia. All right, you go and play. All right, anyway, enjoy bye. your walk. Bye bye. Bye. Well, what a coincidence that is. Christina, she is the lady who was complaining about Rooney peeing on her street. <laughs> so, we, uh, we've got to step closer to making friends there, Runes. I mean, at least we know what her name is. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a cat. <laughs> I thought it was some wild animal. Oh, just hiding in the brush there. <clears throat> yeah, so we did that, Montemayor. Great fun. And then I got back just in time to have a shower and off to a fabulous lunch at Barry and Chrissy's. Oh, roast lamb beautifully cooked, uh, cauliflower, cheese sauce, gravy, Yorkshire puddings, roast potatoes, broccoli. Oh, fantastic. And I was so hungry because I've been on a pretty vigorous hike. I ate enough for two people. <laughs> Luckily, there was plenty. And Tudor and Bev were there. Bev wasn't drinking because she had a hangover. <laughs> Bless her, she's so funny. <laughs> After about, uh, you know, the main course was over, Tudor got a little bit like, come on, Bev, now, how long is this hangover going to last? You've got to have a glass of wine. <laughs> no, no, she's Welsh. <laughs> no, no, Tudor, I can't stomach it. <laughs> and I noticed she was eating like a bird as well. So she must have been suffering. Nick and Shirley were also there. <clears throat> so it's quite a, it was quite parsky. Beautiful. And the dessert, I thought it was just like a vanilla ice cream and she put it in the bowl and gave it to me. It wasn't at all. It was a sack of lemon. It, it, it had a sort of almost a creamy ice creamy texture to it, but I'm not quite sure how she made it. It was really good. And uh, yeah, that was great. And then, uh, well, it's been busy, I tell you. I mean, 
<laughs> this is bad bachelor week was <laughs> jam-packed. Wasn't it? Rooney came with me to lunch, of course. <clears throat> and then, oh God, in the evening, I saw this note from Paul that, um, oh, poor Benny, his cat got run over on the Ronda Road. He adores that cat. Him and Ali, the two that run the bar. So I felt really sorry for them, so I thought I'd go down and sympathise with them a little bit. And, uh, yeah, and I had a chat with Paul, you know, because the lunch ended about four-ish, and I thought, well, I need a bit more time before I went to bed. And um, also, <laughs> felt a bit need to support Paul after <laughs> Christina's remark about the quality of his wine. So, uh, <clears throat> that was nice. And, um, what, what happened after that? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> then I decided to embark on some, some repair work. We've got a beautiful oval-shaped uh, decorative window at our house that is high. And uh, I can't get to it with a normal step ladder. And I've been meaning to, you know, really restore it because it's a beautiful window but it hasn't i don't think been painted for 30 years you know the woods all the paints flaked off and the woods exposed to the elements and the glass hasn't been cleaned forever so it's sort of like opaque so okay i make that my project and i noticed that sven sven the recluse who, who lives opposite who you never see um i noticed that he's got a ladder um, outside his uh, house, I mean, you never see Sven, he's just, <laughs> you don't know what's happened to him, but uh, he he's just locks himself in his house and never comes out. Anyway, I have that once or twice, said the old hello to him, you know, but um, I, I, I saw this ladder and I thought, well, it's been lying there untouched for the last six months. I wonder if he'd mind if I borrowed it. So I, we'll go back this way, Ruth. So I thought, yeah, I, I, I hesitating to knock on his door because I know he doesn't like that. We'll go back this way, Ruth. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, we're going to go back this way. I don't want to go past those noisy dogs again. And um, so I was looking up his window to see if there was any signs of life. And then it was like, a, like suddenly seeing a ghost. I suddenly sort of focused in on a face looking at me through the window. It was Sven, just staring at me. <laughs> and it's like it's like a sort of tall window, so he was standing up. I said, oh God, that's Sven. He, and he was looking at me. He's got ashen face. He looks like a corpse. <laughs> and I said, Sven, um, I, I was just coming around to see you. Yes. I said, I, was, I, I noticed, I, I wanted to do a repair to my husband, stumbling a bit because he shocked me. Anyway, basically, I asked him if I could borrow his lad, and he said yes, but he's such a meek guy. He said, and he's German as well, he said, thank you so much for asking. I was like, did you think I was just going to go and take it without asking? <laughs> anyway, that ladder was a lifesaver because it meant I could reach the window. I made that my project for whilst Christine was away. And, you know, I scraped all the flaky paint. It was very difficult because... You know, needed to hold on to the bars to stop myself from falling. Uh, I only had one hand to do all the work. But anyway, it's good. Got it done, and it looks gorgeous now. And uh, 
and then I think I, oh yeah, I went down to uh, the bar again. That was Monday night, but yeah, Monday night I went down to the bar again. Just, you know, a bit of a social. We were on our own, weren't we, Rins? Met another couple called Heidi and Hovart. Hovart's from Norway, Heidi's from Holland, or the Netherlands, I should say. And uh, they have a pit bull too. Not that you're just pit bull, really, you're only half a pit bull, half a lap. Anyway, he was one of these kind of like Viking style characters. <laughs> it's a remark that stuck in my mind was, I, th- I know he was only joking, but in these, in these times, you don't say things like this. He said, I think we should bring back domestic violence. <laughs> I said, this beg pardon. Heidi's obviously had a belly full of all that, so she just ignored him completely. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, but Rooney and his dog, Oh, I've forgotten his dog's name, Runes. No point in asking you, is there? Anyway, they, they were fun. And then, uh, oh God, yeah, on third, yeah, I'd said to Paul that night, I said, Paul, I'd been invited to dinner at Ed and Julia's on Thursday, and they want to have an early dinner so that they were finished in time for the quiz. I thought I'd cheer him up, because I know nobody's been coming to his quiz. So I said, so, you know, we, we, we've got a team coming. He said, great. And uh, anyway, when Thursday came, I um, got a text from Barry, as in Barry and Chrissy, saying, John's a few of us gonna meet down at the bar on Thursday for a drink, do you wanna join us? Uh, six o'clock. <laughs> so I texted him back, oh, I would, but I can't because I'm going to Ed and Julia's at 6.30 for dinner. <clears throat> so he said, then he called me. He said, 6.30? He said, well, you time for one then. I said, yeah, all right, time for one. There's no such thing as one drink there, you know. <laughs> Barry, he said, I know. I said, okay. See that's six, but I'll have to go at 6.30. And then, later on, I got a text, a change of plan from Ed. Change of plan. Barry's invited us all for drinks at the Heredian. I don't think Barry meant he was paying, but I think Ed may have taken it that way. But uh, Barry's invited us all for drinks um, at the Heredian, uh, six o'clock. So we'll meet there before dinner. I thought, okay, that sounds ominous for the quiz, but okay. So we'll go down there and everybody's, you know, turning up. You know, half of that Heredian's in there. And I'm down there with Rooney. Poor old Paul's <laughs> struggling because he's on his own, trying to get to and from the bar, and his access to his own bar is cut off by a whole crowd of us at the edge of the bar. <laughs> and there's a lot, you know. And then about, uh, well, I suppose it was about 6.45, Ed says, Look, I'm going to go on ahead and just start the dinner. You guys come up in 30 minutes. 45 minutes, he said. So which would have taken us to 7.45. I'm thinking, well, the quiz starts at 8.30. How are we going to do this? And I thought it was, I didn't know who was coming for dinner. Anyway, so he says, you guys come up in 45 minutes. You guys, so I'm thinking, well, it's obviously not just me. And uh, the whole crowd came. <laughs> the same, same suspects, you know. 
Barry and Chrissy, Nick and Shirley, uh, Tudor and Bev. And of course, Paul pours a pretty, pretty healthy measure of wine. And because we had to stay there so long, um, I'd had about three glasses before dinner. So I was pretty merry. <laughs> and then we get up there, and it's because he's still preparing food, you know, there's a bit of a wait. I get, you know, maybe two more glasses of wine. By this stage, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of <laughs> beginning to lose it a bit. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so we sit down. And <laughs> it was lovely, actually. Beautiful salmon with uh, that green sort of tagliatelle. And oh, it was nice, really nice. He made such an effort, Ed. I mean, bless it, really good. And uh, <laughs> they said, somebody said, uh, right, who's going to say grace? And foolishly, like an idiot that I am, I said, I can say grace in Latin. <laughs> they said, can you? Look, I'm here, do it. <laughs> so I started off, my old school grace from my prep school. <laughs> and I noticed I was kind of slurring or lisping. <laughs> Couldn't really say it properly idiot <laughs> couldn't quite get the words out and in the right order <laughs> anyway i don't think any, anybody else is any of the wise except they probably realized that i was not quite getting it right uh, <laughs> but i ended it per jesus christum dominum nostrum because you know there's always a good way to end <laughs> and then uh yeah great i was the first to leave because i knew i was in uh, not quite in 100 state so I was the first to leave. It was about 10.30. All plans of going to the uh, quiz completely jettisoned. <laughs> poor old Paul. So then I... So that was Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah, and then Christina came back on Friday. Oh, I was really... Do you know, I missed her so much. But, you know, you get on with it, don't you? You can't, you, can't, you know, feel... Uh, down over a sustained period of time. You just have to get on with it. And it was great, it was great. I didn't feel down, I didn't mean it like that, but you know, it's really good. And, uh, and then ooh, when she got back, yeah, we just had a little uh, a few tappers and things at home. It's very nice. And, uh, was proudly showing off the window that I'd repaired, but unfortunately it was dark, so I couldn't really see. <laughs> but uh, she's seen it since. And I think, uh, buoyed up by my repairs to the window, yesterday I said to Christina, okay, I think I need to put some more shelves up because uh, we've got another box of books which are sitting under the bed at the moment. Not doing any good there, so bought some shelves. There's some debate about where we should put them. And then I kind of, because Christina was teaching, I sort of took the decision upon myself and put them up in the spare bedroom. Three shelves. And, uh, you know, stacked the wood books into the shelves, made it look good. And then I said to Christina afterwards, I, uh, yeah, come and have a look. 
So she came up and said, no, 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 no. No, I don't like them there. <laughs> you see, this is what happens when you, you don't get full approval before you start. <clears throat> so she says, no, I don't think they should be in this room. It's uh, overcrowded it. It's too many books now. I said, but this is our kind of like library. She says, no, no, no. It, it feels like you've made the room smaller. <laughs> so the shelves have to come down and put them somewhere else. Uh, it's part of the day, doesn't it, Runes? <laughs> oh, God. I remember when I first joined Court Halls, my first ever proper job. <clears throat> they trained me in industrial engineering. And the enemy of efficient production was always rework. <laughs> and you were taught to minimize the amount of rework. Right first time, and Kaizen, all that sort of Japanese manufacturing <clears throat> techniques. <laughs> well, none of that applies. <laughs> Let's try right third time, shall we? Or fourth time? <laughs> the amount of holes I've drilled in that wall, I'm surprised the whole house doesn't fall down. <clears throat> anyway. We'll get that done, Rue. We'll find the right place for it. Oh, car coming. Wait, stay there. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Good boy, wait. Yeah. Well, the wind has died down. Whoops. And there's, uh, really, a car that's descended upon us. Or is that just because we're in a protected part of the mountain? Could be. But we are going to get rain. So brace yourself, runes. We'll still go for walks in the rain. You'll just have to get wet and I'll have to wear a, a, rain, a waterproof. <clears throat> so, what do you think, runes? Should we move into the clothes now? He's walking slowly, and his ears are not bouncing, they're back. What, what are you not happy about, Runes? Uh, I think it's the weather. He, you know, he's a very sensitive dog to weather and thunder and all that sort of stuff. He does not like it. So, he says, you can go into the clothes for all I care. We will then, Runes, we will. Just walking past one of the houses that's being renovated. Oh, you can hear the other crane from the other house. It's like three houses down, it's also being built. And uh, one of the guys who does cabinetry and carpentry and woodwork is working in this house right now called Ray. He's from South Africa. And uh, I was down at the supermarket last week buying a few bits and bobs and I see Ray in there with his daughter Chloe <clears throat> and uh, you know he ch checked out ahead of me and then by the time I checked out he was sitting on the steps outside the supermarket looked like he was waiting for a ride or a taxi or something I said are you, are you going back up to La Heredia he said, he, he said yeah I said, do, do, do you want a lift and he looked at me yes that'd be fantastic I was just waiting for a taxi actually I said, oh, well, no need. <laughs> so he hopped in with Chloe, his daughter. 
apparently his car's broken down. They want a thousand euros to repair it, so he's a bit he's a bit stymied at the moment. Poor chap. <coughs> but they are building a beautiful little complex here. <coughs> Excuse me. He's got uh, I mean the house, got like four different houses within the complex and they're restoring it all. He, he's building them. Oh no need no, uh, God, made me jump then. Lenny. They're building a sauna in there, which he's doing the woodwork for at the moment. <laughs> so you do need a carpenter for that kind of stuff unless you're gonna buy a kit. But apparently no, he's building it for them from you know, from scratch. <sighs> so yeah, in, in putting those shelves up yesterday, somehow I've done something to my back. I feel like I've pulled a muscle or something. And uh, uh, got myself into a little bit of a discomfort. It was annoying because I just was feeling I uh, quite fit. It always happens, doesn't it? Just when you think you got things straightened out, health-wise, something happens. That's what happens when you get to 59 years old. Hola. <clears throat> Good grief. One of the workmen building the house just came out with a pickaxe over his shoulder and he's dressed like a ninja. <laughs> he's got like a tracksuit with, you know, it looks like a sort of an angiograph <laughs> in gold uh, all over his uh, tracksuit. <laughs> Come on, bro. Anyway. Oh, I can hear him using that pickaxe, he's probably breaking rocks. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us. It's uh, It's been rather a different walk in a podcast this time because we're not dealing with heat. <clears throat> not cold, but not hot. I've actually got a, a jumper on. It's just the first time for a while. Anyway. Thank you again for listening in and uh, we'll do another one soon.